Warning! The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today, we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 14, titled, Batman Stands Pat. I don't know, I guess that's, I guess it's an expression from back in the day that no one uses anymore, it's just completely evaporated over the decades, and now 50 years later it just makes no sense to my millennial ears. I don't know, old people! What does Stand Pat mean? Please tell me. I am very confused. (laughs) So anyway, this episode picks up right where the last one left off. Batman is covered in plaster, which has since hardened. Mad Hatter is trying to use this opportunity to get a mold of Batman's cowl. Robin's just tied up somewhere. Who cares about him? Oh no, what's gonna happen? The worst is yet to come. So, (laughs) this episode opens, and immediately you just get some hardcore bullshit. So, like I said, Mad Hatter's trying to get a mold of Batman's cowl from the plaster with uh, Octo Marbo's help. And by help, I mean he's forcing him to do it, and he very much does not want to be doing it, (laughs) very clearly. Uh, Robin's tied to a horse statue, which is actually a pretty hilarious image. And then, through some form of magic, Batman just breaks out of the plaster. He just breaks out. As if it was nothing. And then... Mad Hatter and his goons are like... Uh, quick, let's steal a Batmobile for some reason. Uh, they... Push the faux start button, which is actually an anti-theft device. Uh... Fireworks display that we've seen before is happening. They're just freaking out. And meanwhile... Robin's like... How'd you do that? That was impossible. And Batman's response is, It's simpler than you'd think. I just held my breath. What? You held your breath. What? (laughs) You can't just simply hold your breath and be completely okay 
from being covered in rapidly hardening plaster. First off, when he broke out, it was like hollow. It was like a coffin just formed around him. So that's just... You can't do that holding your breath. Second, if you just held your breath for that long... Okay, second, you cannot hold your breath for that long. Third, even if you held your breath for that long, how the hell did you break out? This explains nothing! It's stupid! (laughs) It's one of those cliffhangers where they very clearly painted themselves into a corner... And then realized, oh crap, we don't know what to do. Uh, he held his breath. That's how we'll do it. That's how we'll... <laughs> That's how we'll say he survived. Oh my god, that opening scene alone is just dumb. It's just so stupid. Uh, but anyway, Batman and Robin rush back to the Batcave. And they try to piece together... Mad Hatter's plan, and he did hear Mad Hatter mention that the cowl was the 13th hat, and it's like, what does that mean, the 13th hat? That means he's already captured 12 hats, or at least he's going to, and they stand there for way too long. Trying to figure out the significance of the number 12. It is very simple. This is an obvious answer. But they're just dumb. They're just a bunch of idiots. They're idiots. And and they can... Robin's first answer is a dozen donuts. Which, how does that make sense? And they end up having to... Feed this information into the back computer. And even the back computer doesn't say, Hey, idiots, it's the jury that convicted him. The back computer's like, A dozen is a gathering of 12 men or women. Or or women. And even then they have to piece together, uh, Or 10 or 12 men and women. A jury. The 12 jurors who convicted him. That took way too long to figure out. Jesus Christ. If you were good at your job, you would have picked up on this right from the moment like the first three got kidnapped. You idiots! Like, oh, all three of these people served on the jury that convicted Mad Hatter? It stands to reason that he's going to go for all 12 jurors. Because that makes sense! God, they're dumb! God, they're stupid! (sighs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Alfred comes down with some garbage from Aunt Harriet that no one cares about and they brush off immediately because that character's useless. And then they have the idea of, oh, well, there's this 12th juror, Turkey Bowinkle, which is a stupid name, by the way, 
that hasn't been captured yet. He's the last one. Alfred, why don't you go to the bowling alley he owns, find his hat, and place a homing device in it, and then let him be captured? This is not a sound plan, but whatever. Alfred goes in, talks to Turkey with some BS about family lineage. By the way, this dude knows nothing. He's an idiot. He's the biggest moron. <laughs> uh, the femme fatale of the episode comes in and is like, Hey, you won for uh, the... the Best hatted man in Gotham. Oh. Alfred takes this opportunity, leaves, go upstairs to Turkey's office, uh, with no one noticing somehow, places the homing device in the thing. Mad Hatter steals the hat and steals Turkey Bowinkle. But in the process, there's a struggle, and the homing transmitter falls out. So Mad Adder knows of Batman's deception. He's ready for him now. That mission just failed epically. <laughs> Alfred, you had one job. You had one job. And you failed. You failed miserably. Idiot. You idiot. You moron. God, stupid butler. Never, if you want something done right, Batman, you gotta do it yourself. You gotta do it yourself, otherwise, you get this. You get these failures. Clearly, he did not hide it well enough, otherwise, it would not have fallen out of the frickin' hat. Or maybe it was just a stupid plan to begin with. One of those two. Probably the second one, if I'm being totally honest. But anyway... Batman and Robin track Mad Hatter to his lair. Mad Hatter's prepping his hat factory, which is apparently going to mean something after all, I guess. More on that later. They're ready for Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin find the warehouse. They go up the wall with the bat ropes. They come in, and then Mad Hatter jumps Batman and Robin and is like... I will take your cowl, I will take your picture to expose your identity, and then I will take you on a tour of my hat factory. And Batman's like, you'll have to kill me. And then Mad Hatter's like, well then we'll start with the hat factory. And then there's a fight. Then Batman and Robin start fighting Mad Hatter and his goons. Uh, boom, bam, pow... Whack, zap, owie, all the words. At one point in the fight, Robin is knocked unconscious, and Mad Hatter's like, put him on the conveyor belt, put him on the conveyor belt. And then he starts going down the conveyor belt. And then you're like, how's he gonna get out of this? How's he gonna get out of this? The first part of the conveyor belt, the first part of the hat factory is right there. Goes through it and it does nothing. Second part is right there. Second part is right there. Goes through it, it does nothing. What? 
And then by the time you get to the, like, the knives, Batman's pulled them off. But, like, wait a minute. And it's not like, oh, no, it's defective. It's just, like, no one mentions this. The first two elements of the Path Factory just don't work. They do nothing to him. All that build-up. Two episodes worth of build-up of, oh, this is my deadly hat factory. Everything here will just skewer and murder and otherwise fuck up Batman. And then Robin goes through it and it's just like, eh, nothing. <laughs> so much build-up for that. All of this. For that. That was incredibly, incredibly underwhelming. Uh, Batman and Robin go back to fighting the Mad Hatter people, and then they win. And then the woman now helps Batman because woman. Uh, the police come in. As usual, right after everything's done. Oh, we had a devil of a time binding the place. And uh, everyone, everyone's just great. Everyone's, we've won, we've won. The Mad Adder's been put away. Yay! And then you have a final scene where Bruce and Dick are buying Aunt Harriet a hat. No one cares about that. It's nothing. This was an arc. <laughs> <laughs> this was most certainly an arc. Was it a good arc? Not sure about that. But it was most certainly an arc. God damn. It's so stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> this was a dumb end to the arc. God. Oh, uh, yeah, that's it. Hopefully we get something a little more notable next time. <laughs> I did read ahead, and the next villain is the Joker. So that'll probably be better than this. Again, not a Mr. Freeze or a Zelda arc by any means. It's not a bad arc. It's just meh. It's probably one of the least remarkable so far. It's probably the least remarkable so far, in all honesty. Like, I completely forgot this, these two episodes existed, and after seeing the whole thing again, now I know why. Uh, if you like this, favorite the station, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so that you can be here Every single Monday through Friday, as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Uh, feel free to call into the station as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined to send those in. And you can find this show as a podcast, uh, on a podcast, on a, as a podcast, on Whatever podcatcher you prefer, pretty much. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 15. Talk to you then.